You're listening to the Marginally Geeky Show, the Epically Geeky Book Club. Greetings and welcome to the Marginally Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, tonight I'm bo- uh, joined by the uh, our Canadian friends, uh, Ray and Chris. How are y'all doing? Two of three. Good. Two yeah. of three. Two of three. That's right. Um, it's been a little while since we've done an episode. Have y'all been? Crazy. <laughs> it's been. It's been crazy. It's been life. Uh, yeah. When was the last time we did an episode? I'm trying to remember the last time. Uh, it's been a little while. The last episode was uh, Outland. So it's, it's would, been a month. So. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, U.S. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving hit here. So I had that and everyone's getting ready for Christmas and Christmas lights have been kicking my butt this year, but it's yeah, it's it's been a thing. So like you said, it's been life. <laughs> um, so uh, tonight's episode, we are talking about Felicia Day's uh, newest book that just came out. So the second book she's written, Embrace Your Weird. Um, I was not really sure. I mean, her, so her last book was was basically her memoirs. Um, and this one, I wasn't exactly sure what I was getting into, but I just I knew that it was her book, and I was like, oh, I'll enjoy it. So volunteered it and we ended up reading it um this one is i don't know if i necessarily describe it as a self-help book there is some self-help type things to it it's more of a motivational book i would think yeah i would call it that i would call it more of a motivational creative creative creative, spark yeah (laughs) prompt a good creative prompt yes yeah um, so that's what we're talking about tonight. Um, as we usually do, starting off, uh, just kind of real quick impression of the book, Ray. Um, at first I thought I was going to get annoyed as hell. <laughs> it's because the author narrates it. She what narrates she it. And she's, she's very bubbly. She's very happy. She is very bubbly. She seems a lot younger than her age. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I did enjoy it overall, so. Good deal. Uh, what about you, Chris? I thought it was really great. Um, the more we're listening to it, the more we're like, yeah, Sean can't listen to this. No. He just can't. He'll want to murder whatever <laughs> device he's listening to. And I, because she's just so happy and pep. And it's nice to listen to because you feel her enthusiasm mm-hmm. as she reads it. But it was nice. I wish this one I didn't listen to it. I wish I would have had the book in front of me because there yes. is a lot of those exercises and stuff. And, so, but they do give you the option on Audible to print off the PDFs for free, which I am so happy with. I, yeah. I I've gone back actually and and looked at some more of the books that I've yeah. got. Um, and it only seems like they've started that within the last year or so. Like, okay. um, Adam Savage's book, Every Every Tool Is a Hammer, uh, mm-hmm. has a PDF you can download with it as well. But like some of the older books I've I have that refers to a PDF. Unfortunately, it's not there and you have to go to the website or whatever. And- yeah. yeah. So this one you got, which was really nice. So I'm going to listen to it again because it is very quick. What was it like? Five, five or six hours. It's a quick yeah, one. Yeah. Five or six hours. So I'm going to listen to it again, go through it because it's going to take me obviously longer to get through it, doing all the exercises because yep. they take a lot longer, but I really liked it. I thought it was, I think it's a great little motivator to get you over the hump or just to get you started. So the majority of the book for me was uh, we were we were listening in the car and all of a sudden I get these ideas in my head and I'm like 
I need to be listening to this in an office somewhere that I can get to work on doing these things. Right. And it's funny because she starts off the book saying when you're listening to this, you need to have paper and pencil or a pen or something next to you to jot stuff down. Um, so real quick, uh, I enjoyed the book. I don't think I got as much out of it as I might have if I wasn't already pushing myself to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, it, dev- it, it it helps to – it does help even in this case to kind of keep you going though. Like it's nice to hear that you know other people are having the same type of issues occasionally. You know, you get – you know, stuck with something or whatever. Um, I do like some of the ideas that she came up with on like how to just be silly or go completely in a different way to help you, you know, get unstuck and to keep moving. Um, like at one point she's like, you know, yes, you know, you may burn an hour doing this thing. That's not going to, uh, necessarily get you where you want to go on this project. But if you burn an hour to get unstuck, to keep you going, it's, it's well worth the time. Um, so yeah, so the book is, uh, the book is essentially her going through, she does talk a little bit about her creative process, Mm -hmm. uh, some of the things that she's done, um, over time. Mm -hmm. And it, it does talk about, uh, it's mainly focused on keeping people, um, getting their creative juices flowing and keeping you going and, and motivating you to, uh, start honestly, like that's always the biggest thing. You know, I, and I hear multiple people say the same thing, like just, just do it. Don't, you know, don't think about it. Just do it. And and if it's horrible, that's great. Do it again and make it better, and then do it again and make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the thing, and she does say at the beginning of the book, you know, keep paper and pencil handy. Uh, and then like Chris brought up, there is a PDF. They have a copy. I have a copy, uh, that you can download and, and print out. And she does stop quite often in the book and she's like, turn to this page and do whatever the prompt is. And it may be writing something. It may be drawing something, uh, maybe filling in and doing, you know, a doodle or something. So, uh, but it's, 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 an, it's an interesting book. Like I said, it's, I wasn't exactly sure what I was getting into. Yeah. But I'm glad I, I'm glad I did read it. So, um, so any any thoughts right offhand? She's really bubbly. <laughs> we had to like because we paused it. we well we're not familiar with Felicia. I know her through stuff that Will Wheaton has done. Like I know that she's this big sort of thing in the geekdom uh-huh. world and stuff. And that I knew, but I didn't know anything else about her. So I looked her up, and he's like, she's we thought she was in her twenties and she's, yeah. she's older than she's like in her forties. Yep. Or she just turned 40 or something like that. And we're like, what? I'm like, she's just got one of those voices that sounds like she's 12. Mm-hmm. So when you get over that, she sounds very young and very bubbly. But, but it's her word choices as well that yeah. she, you know, certain ways of, Hey, and it's a, the book is embrace weird. She's weird. And I love yes. it. Good on her for, yeah. for doing it. It's just, uh, you, you gotta... yeah, yeah. If you're not used to upbeat and bubbly, then it's gonna take. It's gonna Did take. y'all read her other book? Like I know we reviewed it on the show. Did y'all not read it? Okay. Well, we weren't, yeah, we didn't get in on that one. Okay. No. Um. Yeah. She talks about so. Um. Was a that bit, we, is that the one you did while we were driving down to Texas? No. We, no, we hadn't started yet. No. No. No, I don't no, think so. I just don't think we got in on it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. 
her her history basically uh her um her it was just her and her brother um her her parent her mom is, well her parents are both kind of really interesting uh she she has a lot of doctors in her family so she does come from stock of being very uh being uh very intelligent but uh, yeah she was homeschooled and like yeah. it wasn't even super focused it like started off that way and then it became um yeah, kind of. Let's go to you know. Let, let's go to uh, uh 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 you know like a museum or whatever, and then y'all can read what y'all want for the rest of the day. <laughs> so it was very unstructured, and her like she says in the book, she's you know she's weird. She didn't get it crushed out of her. Uh, she did go to the University of Texas. Um, she's a double uh, major with uh, she's got a degree in mathematics and um music i believe um wow. like she was playing violin and like she's super talented and stuff anyway uh she started acting in all these little bit roles and was kind of getting typecast as the the quirky secretary or whatever and um she started she got in with this support group and you know she was oh that was the other thing is uh her brother introduced her to world of warcraft and yeah. um she basically was on the road to like just doing that all the time and not doing anything else with her life. And then she wrote the guild, uh, which is, uh, if you've never seen it, unfortunately the only way you can watch it now is on Netflix. I've only watched a couple of episodes of it. Um, yeah, I, I freaking love the guild. Uh, I actually just went back and rewatched it anyway. Um, so yeah, she did this and that kind of like, just like torpedoed her, you know, like, you know, really, you know, brought her career out. And then she got cast in some other things. It's really kind of helped her, with her geek cred, and then she started a, uh, a web channel that was ended up being bought by Legendary uh, Geek and Sundry, and that's where like she's been good friends with Will Wheaton, but that's when they started Tabletop, and she's actually been on several episodes of Tabletop. So, um, but she talks about like uh, she got throat cancer from stress, and like it was super serious. Uh, she suffers from depression, so she's constantly having to you know, kind of keep herself up, but you wouldn't necessarily think that, you know, no. listening to her talk. No, no, you wouldn't know that at all by her voice. She's, yeah. she's she comes very... across as very, and I love that she was, because she does mention it in this book that she is homeschooled. And so she never had that feeling of needing to fit in and like being bullied or anything. None of that happened yeah. to her. So she was just allowed to flourish and be this like weird person. It was celebrated. And I'm like, Oh, what was that like? She has no idea how, and I think she does a little bit, but like that's very rare, and that is amazing to have that kind of your go your whole life without being told, no, you're not allowed, you can't be this, you have to be this. Like that's, yeah, very probably one of the people that I'm actually like envious of of like that's a pretty freaking awesome way to grow up. Yeah. Uh, if you get a, sh- if you get a chance, go back and read her other book. Uh, yeah. you're never weird on the internet. It It's actually really good. So, um, well anyway, so like I said, it's, it's mainly focused on, uh, kind of like getting your creative juices going and, and, and you know, she keeps talking about, um, uh, coming up with ideas and stuff. And, um, was there anything in particular that she talked about that kind of hit with you and you're just like, wow, that, you know, and you kind of start playing along with it and, so- the, the thing that I liked was it wasn't just about writing. Right. There were uh, drawings that she t- tells you to do as well. 
there's you know different um, there's word associations. word associations. There's there's a bunch of different things other than just uh, writing. And I thought that's what it was going to be when I heard it was like a creative juices thing. I'm like, oh okay, well, I'm not really a writer, so mm-hmm. what am I going to get out of this? And it was actually really interesting because um, yeah, it was there was other aspects of it uh, that were interesting. And, you know, you can create a story uh, in your head and then do a painting on that story. And so, yeah. Have either of y'all filled out any of the PDF? I was going to, but I never got a chance. Yeah, I want to get I want to get like a special workbook and just like doodle the absolute shit right out of it like totally all my mom dreams of scrapbooking just like throw up on these books (laughs) (laughs) like i watch this the scrapbooking things on um instagram there's little videos and i'm just Mm -hmm. like it's soothing i could do that i like all of it and i want to do that with this and just totally that would be awesome all of it yeah but i definitely want to listen to it again and um we both were talking about it like oh you know we gotta sorry we just gotta Pause this for a second. We've got our dehumidifier turned on. There we go. <laughs> so, it's all good. So yeah, we were we were looking at it and uh, we just we've had a busy month. We were doing all these different things. I had to work a bunch and mm-hmm. and so I can't really do this at work. <laughs> but uh, but both of us were like, no, we want to sit down and actually work through this and yeah. take some time and and give it the attention attention that it deserves because there's. You know, definitely some cool things that could come out of that. Because we're both creative people, yeah. and we've both experienced that blockage of like, well, I suck, and this is never going to happen again. Oh, yeah. I remember one of the one of the paintings I did eventually sell. I remember struggling so hard with it because I just every angle, just the paint wasn't working the way. So a little one took me like eight hours to actually do it. And then a bigger one I've done before took me two hours because everything just worked properly and everything was just going mm-hmm. right. So, um, and that's why art, uh, you know, it's so hard to price and do those things because yeah, sometimes it's flowing, sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. It does not. So you hate it. And you hate every, every little bit of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one, I'm look I'm just kind of flipping through the pages here. One of the pages on here is, um, uh, there's like a board and it says scaffolding below and it says um, uh, in each of the board uh, in each in each board in the scaffolding below write the names of friends or acquaintances uh, who could uh, reach out to to support you in your creative journey mm-hmm. and um, what page you on I'm on page 30 um, and it's and it's talking about your creative journey and that's one of the other things is uh, she does stress things like um, making list, which I love list. We've talked about this before. Um, and, um, you know, she's like, you know, make a list and then break it down into steps. And if those seem too hard, break those into steps and then break those into steps. And it doesn't matter if it's a thousand steps. At least, you know, you now have this plan on how to to do whatever it is you want to do. Um I've actually found I've I've got a an, a different app. I I use two different uh to-do apps. I know that's probably sounds funny. Um I've got the normal reminders app on my uh iOS that I use for day-to-day stuff. And then I found a um an app called To-Do List and I'm specifically using it it's just for cosplay stuff. Okay. And it allows me to put like here's the project. So like my um modified uh spirit ghost trap. I've got it on there. 
And then I just start breaking it down into step by step by step. Well, what do I need to get done? I need to do this and I need to do that. And um, I'm not using it as much as I should, but I, I do find it's really nice to go in there and like really start planning it out. Um, I've actually thought about uh, – I went back and reread Adam Savage's book, and um, he talks about this really great way of, of – um, uh, making a list. We talked about this on the last episode of the Epically Geeky Show. We were talking about things that we do that there's probably a more technically advanced way to do it, mm-hmm. but we kind of prefer the old-fashioned way. And I'm almost considering getting a notebook with, you know, with the, um, uh, you know, with a grid on it so that I can make little checkbox because I I love this idea that he presents on how to do this to-do list. But doing something like that for something creative you want to do is just like. Is great. I just I love it, and I love the fact that you know she does spend quite a bit of time talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also talks about these other things on there. So like like this particular page is talking about you know, um, uh, you know, name friends that can help you with this journey. Yeah. And I think that's a lot. I think that's something that a lot of creative people, myself included, go through. And a lot of it's like, well, I have to do all this, and it's like, no, you don't. Like you really should be reaching out to other people. Yeah, I remember when I first started writing and I got into a, um, a writer's group on Yahoo. And it was amazing because we all had the same shorthand when we talked. We all, it was all the same t- uh, terminology. And you didn't have to explain it to somebody and you didn't have to explain the feelings you were having or the trouble that you were having. And if you wanted to bounce ideas off somebody, you could and they knew the questions to ask back. And it was really great. It, it wound up being a little bit detrimental in that I took everything that these people said literally <laughs> and I was way too hard and way too stringent on myself but it was nice to beginning to be introduced into this world of like like-minded people and if you're like okay I have this idea what do you think I send it off and they could like bounce ideas off of them and I, I really miss creating stories with Chris uh it was something that I've been kind of poking around a yeah. couple of times where it was like I would ask him all the time. I would get him to we, read chapters. We would be uh-huh. reading these stories together in this whole universe, essentially, yeah. right? That we're talking about different things and how cool it would be. And then kind of like doing <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I, did, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that's where, because I would bounce ideas off of him. I would show, I would send my sister-in-law chapters. I would send basically anybody I thought who would read it. I'd send them stuff and be like, what do you think? So, and I know we, uh, if you went to the old site, um, the String Cutter uh, series, because that was one of the ones that you put up. Yeah. Man, have we got some ideas for that thing floating <laughs> around somewhere. There's a lot of ideas that we put in there, but mm. they're just, and they haven't come out yet. And maybe they will. And maybe they won't. Maybe it's, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, that being said, some of the um, some of the things that we didn't come up for those, um, I've been toying with the idea of doing a comic book. Uh, but again, that's just, I, I didn't have the confidence in doing that. But uh, maybe the comments will come after um, doing this start. This start, right? It's been pretty weird, and maybe something will come out of that. So, yeah. hopefully, so or not. That was one of the other things that she talked about was the fact that you know make a list of some of these things that you're wanting to do and like pick one of them and just like 
She's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, that's something that I think I really need to do is I've got all of these plans that I, I keep thinking about doing. And, like, you know, my to-do list keeps getting longer and longer and longer. And I think maybe I should pick one or two of them and be like, you know, let's be honest with yourself. You're you're probably not going to get to that yeah. and, and, and dump yeah. it. So. And that's okay. She, it's a lot of her. You can tell that she's been to a lot of therapy but she's also learned and taken a lot of therapy yeah. because there's people pe- kind of she two said. camps of people when it comes to therapy people who think it's a lot of bullshit and it's all just crap and they're not listening and they're whatever i can do this on my own and other people who need it and really embrace them want to do work on themselves to make themselves better because they don't like the way they feel in certain situations and know it can be better she's one of those people who are like Okay, I've got a little default in my brain. I need to learn. I need to learn how to cope with it. When it goes off, what do I do? And she really takes that advice and stuff that she's been given to heart. heart, And she's used it. And you can tell that she's benefited a lot and wants to share what she's learned. She's not an expert. And she says that. Yes. What she's learned and through her experiences over the last however many years she's doing this. Um what's worked for her and she thinks it would work for you. It could work for you too. Yeah. But I'm a big proponent of therapy. So I, I like that. Oh, she, yeah. Yeah. That she is too. Yep. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like her. <laughs> and page 19 has a roided out unicorn on it. So, yeah. you know, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it's very, it, you're right. She does talk about, uh, you know, the therapy that she's gone through and, and the, what she's taken away from it. And uh, you can tell she genuinely wants to help other people. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it's it's you know you know she's trying to share some of the things that she's picked up, especially with her you know creative stuff, uh, and and trying to make sure she gets other people to think the same thing. That she tells this story about, uh, you know, meeting people at different conventions and stuff, um, and just like you know some of them are like, well, I, I can't I can't do this, or I'm you know I'm I'm not that good, and she's just like, no. You you have someone has to be a champion for you and it really needs to be you. But if it's not, mm-hmm. you need to find someone. Yeah. So um, I'm trying yeah. to think if there's any other really standout things in it. I, like I said, I enjoyed the book. Um, mm-hmm. I think if I was in a creative slump, I would have really enjoyed the book. Yeah. Like it would have been like, OK, yes, I need to sit down and do some of this stuff and really do the homework on this to help me kind of get through this. Um, I have the opposite problem is I, I need more time. Like it's, <laughs> that's what I need. I, I've got the motivation. I've got juice, kind of the energy, but I really need the time. That's, <laughs> that's my problem. But the time is the hardest part. And cause especially like for, for me, for painting, right. Mm-hmm. I got set it up and then I, our place is small enough that to set it up means I'm setting up a living room or a kitchen area and it means I'm, I'm taking that over mm-hmm. and then, okay. So I, I set it all up and I'm doing it. Well, now we got to do life stuff and I, mm-hmm. I can't, I got to put it all away. And so I got to put it all away and I got to clean up the brushes properly or they get ruined or, you know, and then, so yeah, it helps the creative process it a little really, bit. Really, because now I have to think about that. Okay, I I have these paintings I want to do, and I want to do this painting. 
do I really want to take the time to do that? Because in two hours we got to do this or Mm -hmm. in, you know, I've only got five hours and that seems like a lot, but five hours. By the time you, not by the time you set up, that's probably about a half an hour, at least right there. And then breakdowns at least a half an hour. So five hours just automatically became four hours. Yeah. Yeah. And that's with no distractions. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, yeah, I, I, as much as I love living in this small space and that we've really done it, we've outgrown it in the way. So mm-hmm. we're going to be, when we look for a new place, we're going to be looking for uh, an outlet for me to go and do something. Yes. Uh, which yeah. would be nice. A little space for you. Yeah. 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 But I don't like calling a man cave because that seems weird. It, it, it's going to be a studio. <laughs> there you go. That's a good term for it. The man cave, she shed thing. No, no, it'll be a studio. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, like I think one of the other problems that I one of the problems I know I run into creatively is um, uh, pressuring myself on on time management. And what I mean by that is uh, so like I have been working on this project and um, I've been I've been doing a redo of a um, Spirit of Halloween Ghost Trap and I've got it almost done and. According to the timeline I originally had set out in my head, I should have had all of this done before Thanksgiving. Um, that didn't happen. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get it done over Thanksgiving. Well, I had sales and I had the actual holiday and I had all this other stuff. And now it's almost a week after Thanksgiving and I still don't see this getting done. Like yeah. <laughs> it's and, – and, and I keep trying to tell myself there's no – there's no specific time that I have to get it done. Yeah. But I'm also like, no, I need to get this done so I can start working on my proton pack because there's stuff I need to fix on it. Because then once I do that, that unlocks where I can start working on the documentation to actually put that information out there. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to start working on this documentation so I can get it out there because I've got people asking for my files already. And I'm just like, I, I've got just a few more things I had to take care of mm-hmm. as soon as I can. I'll get them out there. Yeah. Uh, but I've got this project and then I've got that. And it's just, yeah, it's, and then there's other stuff that's come up. There's other cosplays that I've talked about doing and I'm really kind of split. I'm trying to make a hard decision on what it is I'm going to work on next. And I've got about three different avenues I can go down and to really do them, uh, two of them in particular is is a deep rabbit hole of knowledge that I don't know yet. It's stuff that I've watched on YouTube, I've absorbed, but I've never actually done it. So yeah. it's like, okay, this is it's still going to be a learning experience, and um, so it, they're going to be big projects. And I'm just I need to I, I've got to commit to one of them. And yeah. it's I'm I'm usually not that guy. I'm normally. I am the guy. I'm the guy that, when presented with with um, you know, multiple multiple thing, you know, choices, I feel best once I've made that decision. Mm-hmm. And so I usually try to narrow it down to that decision. But the problem is, is I don't know which way I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, it's a time thing. It's like, well, if I had more time, I could do at least two of them. But yeah, you sound like Moody. Yeah. Can you get a stomachache? Are you okay? <laughs> do what? The good place. You sound like Cheaty. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> I have the exact I have the opposite I have confidence issue. It for me, I 
at this point, it's been so long since I've written anything. I feel so rusty and so old. <laughs> it's hard. Well, I feel like it's, it's, I know it's kind of like riding a bike where once you start, it's sort of, you remember how to do it, but it's like, I don't know. It's hard to actually just start and get it going and actually committing to do it. So mine is mm-hmm. I'm commitment issues. <sighs> <laughs> well it has been oh, it's been the last time i wrote anything was like eight years ago so yeah it's it's, it's been a it's, while it's been a long time i feel very rusty and i it's a combination of feeling ready and not at the same time so we're listening to that it's just like okay i again nobody has any pressure on me i'm not doing this for anybody but myself and so all those rules that I made up for myself before don't apply and it's just it should be not necessarily it should be fun but it should also be like this moving experience creative yeah a creative outlet that should be positive at the very least I mean writing makes me cry and makes me swear and everything else too but at the end of it I always loved it so I was trying to find that love again and recommit and it's that's where i'm having a hard time is that because time i have lots of commitment apparently i have none of (laughs) (laughs) there is the trick and and also even talking to writers it's hard because when i asked scott meyer when we talked to him which he's a great guy super funny oh yeah I keep hearing over and over again, you know, you got to write every day, even if it's terrible. And I have a hard time with that because if I don't feel like writing, I just can't do it. Like I literally can't. I'll write three sentences and I'm like, that's it. I have to go do something else and I can't do it. And so I'll probably ask Dennis and Taylor to talk to him. His his tips. His tips too. But that's what I keep hearing over and over again. It's like, yeah, but what if you can't? if you can't write what if the juices just aren't flowing what if they're not and all you write is like i can't write and then that's the end of it for the day (laughs) does that does that that count i i was thinking instead of typing something out it might be fun for you to actually write out something yeah because no 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 i don't need to see people it's okay Yeah, it would be. It would be a sea of stick people just kind of doing stuff. And then I'm sure so it would, yeah, no. no. <laughs> it looked like a, weird, a Where's Waldo book, but like really, yeah. really weird. Most of the people, they all look the exact same. Look the exact same, <laughs> except I know who all the different people are. Yes, some have curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a hat. There you go. He's hat guy. Yeah. He has a different personality. <laughs> yeah so it's, it's it's a big it's a big thing and it's de- and then it's deciding like you also is deciding what do i write about like what i have ideas for lots of different things which one do i go with which one do i know how do i know which one to to pick you know is it like a roll of the dice and you just leave it up to to fate or chance or whatever and just do it that way or which we did see a game today uh, for sale in Walmart, and it actually reminded me very much of this book. Really? And it was, yeah, yeah, it was a um, roll of the dice, and each side of the die had a different picture of something. Oh, that one. Yeah. And then you had to create a story 
based on the dice that came up. So if you saw like the aliens and then the world and then the slime, you, you're like, okay, well the aliens came to Earth and then blah blah blah, and that's when they slimed. And so you have to come up with some story based on how the dice all rolled. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit like we, you know, some of the games that we played where we were, you know. Rolling a dice and you yeah. know, coming in with it. So I actually thought about grabbing it just for the show. Yeah. And be like, all right, here, here's your six items that you can create a story around or something. So yeah. that'd be kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, does anyone have anything else they want to add to the book? Uh. If, go ahead. If well, you're, yeah. well, I'm just I'm trying to collect right. my words. If you're a creative person. Yeah you'll get something out of this book. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those people that really enjoy doing, creating things, uh, whether it be art, writing, uh, you name it, doesn't really matter, you're going to get something out of this book. Uh, unless you don't like very upbeat people. Don't listen to it. Just read it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen. Then. She did write it the way she would talk, is apparently, so uh, be aware of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it, it would be a little less obnoxious to read it then listen sorry felicia day felicia. sorry if you are listening i you you're listen. adorable i'd love to meet you in person you had a hard I, time with the voice i, I, I met her in person time. she's really nice of course have you met her yes i actually got her last book signed oh nice oh. yeah she seems like a sweetheart and i felt bad but i did have to pause at one point and be like sean can't listen to this because it's way too upbeat <laughs> so i wouldn't be able to do it no also <laughs> way too peppy and y'all know me like i'm not normally a super peppy guy but I, this i was perfectly fine with i'm like you know i had to laugh from time to time whenever she goes on especially when she goes off and on a tangent on yeah. something and which i enjoyed and yeah. I, and it I took me a little bit to get into the book because i i wasn't we've been doing listening to all these science fiction audiobooks yeah. right so we're yeah. I have this there's a tone in my head of what, how books are supposed to be read. And then to go to this was a very sh- shocking. Uh, <laughs> She's no Ray Porter. No. No. But, no, not Ray Porter. Okay. That's and that's good. okay. <laughs> I did enjoy it overall. And and I think, yeah, if you're a creative person, go through the book. Go through the, the, the different things. I think you, you'll definitely get some out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she says a thing at the beginning about high-waisted pants that I inherently and ardently disagree about. She hates them. I think they're fantastic, especially after you've had a baby. You need high-waisted pants because they hide not. <laughs> well, we'll fight her on that. High-waisted well, pants. That's <laughs> high-waisted pants forever. Um, and another thing that she brought up about um, – her mom or something. She didn't tell her mom that she was pregnant until she was eight and a half months pregnant. I'm like, did you never ever see your mom? Probably not. She probably like Skyped her all the time and it was like from (laughs) here up. (laughs) It fills out a little Uh, bit. Not when you were, no, second time you were pregnant, you were Actually, she she posted pictures during the time when she was pregnant and her face didn't fill out a lot. So, Yeah. You should go through. You should go through her Twitter feed. It was it was interesting. It was like, it was like posting a bunch of other stuff that she didn't like. You know, it was like, well, but she also wasn't posting anywhere near as much as she used to. It was like, well, what happened to Felicia Day? Where, where she go? Oh, that's where she went. Had a baby, yeah. which I think she's the coolest mom on the planet. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, but it's anybody, even if you're not creative, even if you just want to read something to spark something in you, you're feeling like you're in a rut or anything like that, just something different to get your, your to think mojo going. Box. Yeah, to think outside the box to get you out of your headspace. It's nice for that too. If you like listen, if you don't like self help books and or anything like this, then maybe not. But if you do, it's nice. I I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was. Yep. It's nothing like I've read before. Um, and I like. She seems nice, and I liked yeah. her. And it, and you could tell she just wanted good. She yes. just wanted good things to happen, yes. which was very nice. And you believed which, her that she just wanted yep. you to have a really great experience. Which I fully support. Yes. <laughs> On Star Trek World. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like uh, I agree with y'all. Like, if you're if you're a creative person, you'll definitely get something out of this book. Um, if you're not a creative person, I don't know. It 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 may spark something in you. It may you know there may be that thing that you've always kind of thought about doing that you just never have gotten around, and you may be like, you know what? Maybe maybe I should give it a shot. So. Yeah. If you've ever Sorry, and I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah, if you've if you've never done anything creative and you kind of want to try it, this would be a great way to start trying something. Oh yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, because some of the some of the things that she has you doing, just these little exercises, are you know some of them are just out and out silly. You know, it's just like you know write for ten minutes about a dinosaur in your house or whatever, and just go. And it's like, okay, and it's one of those things that's like, you know, you've got a jumping off point. It does, you know, it's supposed to be silly. And there are things in there she specifically says, you know, the sillier, the crazier, the better. Just like, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a really good If you're stuck or if you're having a hard time getting started, you're going to get a lot out of this book. Um, but it, some of the ideas are, are nice to have in your back pocket, even if you are still going. It's It's... It's one of those things that's like, you know, if I do get stuck, it may be one of those things that's like, you know what, let me go, let me just go try one of these and just see if it'll help me out. And to keep well, going. And the cool thing is, is that you can adjust the scenario, right? So maybe yeah. you're writing a book about something and instead of, okay, well, this is a scenario, I'm just going to write for 10 minutes about this scenario, right? And as, as crazy as, okay, a meteor hits the earth, what happens? Oh, shit, okay. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, well, uh, have y'all been reading anything else? Uh, so we are, uh, I'm rereading, uh, but we are going through the Bubbleverse the third, uh, third book. Yeah. Uh, we read, listened to the second. second one all over again, and then we're on to the third one. I'm on it for like the fifth time or sixth time. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, yeah, I uh, so listening to those ones, getting ready because I really enjoy those books. Uh, they're they're a lot of fun to listen to. Um, and then uh, uh, somebody at work actually suggested a, a series that I have to go and ask her what they are again, because I was suggesting her to her a couple of different ones, and um, and so she yeah, so I gotta go gotta remember what they are. Mm-hmm. Apparently they're pretty heavy though. Because she's used to heavier books, so I said, "Well, if you want something light and fun, <laughs> yeah, you know the Bobverse, but in the other ones, so yeah." Uh, real quick side note on that: uh, Dennis e. Taylor tweeted the other day that uh, apparently so, the <gasps> he froze up. Sorry, he tweeted. That's all we. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, Dennis e. Taylor tweeted that um, he has sent the the new Bobverse books are going to be following Bender. 
Yeah. And he's got that sent out too. I guess he's, I think he said his copy editor. So it's, Woo. the gears are moving on those. So I was kind of wondering where he was going to go in that mm-hmm. universe. Uh, of, that Bender never, never got found. And so yeah. when we were listening to it, it was, it was like, it's yeah. Yeah, the second book. You're like, yo, yeah, they went Bender. looking for Bender and they never found him. So very curious as to where that goes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I am too. And it kind of seems like a natural jumping off point. You yeah. Know, for, the, for the next oh, yeah. one. So. Yeah. Um, Chris, have you been reading anything else? Yes, I'm still reading my mom plan. Um, <laughs> uh, it's an 800 page book, so it takes some time to get through it. I'm almost, You're almost done. I, only, I think I only have like 30, 40 pages left. Um, it's by Sherilyn Kenyon. She's very good. It's very. It's not. Uh, it's all the same stuff. It's a formula, and you can tell after about the third book that it's just a fill in the blank sort of scenario. But I can't help it. I love it, and it all ends up. So that's why I like to read it. Um, so I'm almost in that, and that's the newest one of that. She's got like four different series. So she's to, she's got to have ghostwriters to be pumping out this amount of stuff. She's got. Or to. it's like you said. And she's got the formula. And she's just, of course, if she's got a formula, yeah, you're right. She may just be able to do it. What's funny is um, there's a writer I, I, I've listened to a lot of his – you know, he's on several different podcasts. And he was talking about uh, at the very end of uh, – there's that movement for November to, like, write an entire book. Oh. And he literally was down to just a few days and was like, well, there's no way I can I can put out an eight yeah. – you know, an, an 8,000 whatever, you know, 800-page book, whatever. And – He's like, well, you know, he, he figured out his typing speed. He's like, it can't be done. And then he was like, well, he started looking into some of these uh, voice to text things. And within like a weekend, he wrote an entire book. He said, it's not a good book. Now, he's also a published writer. He's got several books that are on the bestseller list and stuff. So he's a pretty good judge of his own stuff. He's like, it's not a good book. He's like, but I did it. And it's like, it's one of those things I'm thinking, I don't know if I'll do my next book that way, but, you know, this whole idea that, you know, a book takes this certain amount of time. He's like, this kind of really, really mm-hmm. kind of eats into that. He's like, maybe there's a happy medium. So it's hard too because I tried doing that. It's a thousand words a day for 30 days, and by the mm-hmm. end of it, you have a thousand word manuscript. And I tried, and after about the fifth day, I skipped a day, and it just went to crap after that. I couldn't do it. I can. It's imagine. hard, yeah, to do that. Yeah, that's that's like you know uh, Iron Man competition for writers. That's it's yeah. yeah. You have to be like you already. I think you already have to have a flow or hit the flow somewhere in in it to yeah. Thousand doesn't sound like much to get up to it. But if you well, you also it, you probably also need a really good uh, outline too. You know, ahead of time to know where you're going or whatever. So yeah, I am not a pantser. I can't just go off the top of my head. I have to actually plot it up. Same. What little writing I've done, I had to plan out. Yeah. Blank page is one of the hardest things to fill. So. Yep. Oh, how profound. No, right? (laughs) If we were a profound podcast, that would have to be at a shirt. (laughs) So. (laughs) Instead, we have like you know I've always still want I still want to do the 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 you know the eye moose with the beaver holding the flag or the the maple leaf Canada. So. That's where we're at. Um, so, yeah, I finished this book. I actually went back and reread her previous book. Um, I reread a couple of other books. Um, I still think we need to read Every Tool's a Hammer. It's also a really good book about inspiration and stuff. Um, but the new book that I just read was um, Paddle Your Own Canoe 
It's uh, by Nick Offerman. Yeah. Is, uh, it, is it good? It's it's interesting. He um he's definitely not he's not, he's not Ron Swanson. No. He loves Ron Swanson. You know, he loves the character of Ron Swanson. Uh, but he's not Ron Swanson. He does have some very Ron Swanson type ideas, but he's like, you know, everyone looks at me. They're like, oh, you know, you're this, you know, how do you become like a manlier man? He goes, I'm an actor. That's like the like, least manly thing you can do, <laughs> uh, except whenever he's actually in his actual wood shop making furniture. And then I'm like, no, that's pretty freaking manly, dude. Um, I didn't realize his wife is like 11 years older than he is. Yeah. Megan Mullally. Yeah. Megan- really long time too yeah and they both you know it's not just the shows or you know her in particular it's not just the show she apparently has one of the just the filthiest mouths you could ever imagine and that's one of the reasons why he loves her which i understand that's awesome yeah no she's got a trash mouth oh yeah she's very very honest (laughs) oh yeah he is too like i could definitely tell they they would be the couple that would be like you're full of shit You know, just just flat out tell you that, you know, so. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's that's one of the other things that I've been reading. So and um, so like Ray said, uh, he's been rereading the Baba Burst books. That is our plan uh, for December. We're going to reread. Well, most of us have have read the rest of the Baba Burst books there. I I don't think Jennifer's read them yet. Hopefully she can get at least one of them done. Uh, But our next book is actually going to be the next two books with Christmas break. Hopefully that'll give people a lot of time to catch up if you haven't read them yet, because in January, we're going to be interviewing Dennis E. Taylor, the author of the Baba Burst books. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So uh, I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, man, maybe we should go back and, and see if we can talk with some of these other writers that we've already done their books on. Like, so why not? Yeah, uh, that may that may be on my uh, to do list. So to do list. Yep. All right. Where can we find you online, Ray? Uh, the Reluctant Yeti on uh, Instagram. Uh, if you go to Epically Geeky website, you'll also find uh, a link to the Etsy shop, um, the, the Etsy shop for the Reluctant Yeti. I've got a couple of skateboards up uh, and talking about creative stuff. Uh, there is more coming. Uh, I just haven't uh, had time. Uh, <laughs> life uh, keeps getting in the way as, as usual. So, but there is more uh, that will be coming up, and uh, I, I did have a sale there, which is awesome. That is um, awesome. And, yeah, it was pretty cool that that, that occurred. So, uh, other than that, uh, yeah, Instagram is the best place. Sometimes I post about hockey on uh, and on Twitter, uh, so you might see some stuff on there. Uh, other than that, I'm not really anywhere else so other than you. other than here, Epic Geeky, all the fun things that we do there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What about you, Chris? I uh, can find me here at Margin Geeky on Sustainably Geeky. And I wasn't on last night, but we, the, Jen did do a show last night. Um, so that should be out in the next little while um, on and on Epically Geeky. And I, I can't with social media just yet. I'm still on the outside looking in. One day I'll come back. Just That's not, all good. It's not yet. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I forgot to also throw a plug in for procrastinators because we've been procrastinating oh. so well. <laughs> yes, we've been actually doing a really good job of that. <laughs> but uh, Sean will be able to join us with that one too. He was able to play uh, 
with my original Nintendo. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Good deal. Um, I forgot to show the throw uh, show the uh, throw stuff. Forgot to throw out the stuff about the show. Can't talk. I all of a sudden. Just, <laughs> um, as always, you can find us at epicallygeeky.com. Uh, you can find all of the shows, the feeds on you on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. Um, as of right now, we will still be on YouTube. Uh, depending on how things go, January first, we're gonna have to kind of evaluate some things. Um. This whole uh, uh, COPA uh, filing, depending on how well YouTube handles this situation, will depend whether or not we stay on there. Um, I mean, our shows are clearly not for kids. I mean, we're pretty much just talking heads. But still, if there's even the remote chance of us getting hit with a fine, then, uh, yeah. Well, I have a feeling uh, quite a few big changes are coming here in you know the near future. So. Um, and then as for me, you can find me at Optimachine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, for everyone on the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 